Disability, Sex Radicalism, and Political Agency by Abby Wilkerson. Embodiment has always been viewed with suspicion. Traditional philosophical and even feminist interpretations of subjectivity subordinate the feeling body to the perceived superiority of the thinking mind. In this essay, Abby Wilkerson proposes that true sexual democracy, a society in which bodies and sexualities are not surveilled, regulated, ranked, or denied, will rely on a radical reconfiguration of social and political hierarchies. Wilkerson believes that a group's sexual status tends to reflect and reinforce its broader political and social status. <clears throat> Thus, in this essay, Wilkerson links sexual agency to political agency and reveals the way in which sexual deviancy is determined by a set of morals that privilege certain social groups over others. Wilkerson relies on queer studies and disability studies to ground her arguments. The author explains that, quote, queer perspectives have helped us to understand and resist regimes organized around controlling a variety of sexual identities and practices, end quote, while, quote, disability perspectives reveal the broad array of cultural norms which privilege an illusory ideal mind and body at the expense of our actual bodies of all shapes and sizes, which are subject to a host of contingencies and are all too fragile yet capable of a vast array of thoughts and movements, end quote. These bodies of work illuminate the centrality of sexual liberation to political liberation. In the first section, Sexual, Demo Sexuality, Democracy, Feminism, and Cultural Erotophobia, Wilkerson follows cultural anthropologist and queer studies scholar Gail Rubin's argument that feminism fails to provide a comprehensive theory of sexuality. Sexuality is not reducible to gender oppression only. Rubin says, quote, sex is a vector of oppression. The system of sexual oppression cuts across other moods of, modes of social inequality, sorting out individuals and groups according to its own intrinsic dynamics. It is not reducible to or understandable in terms of class, race, ethnicity, or gender, end quote. For Wilkerson, a true sexual democracy requires dismantling a host of oppressions, stating, quote, being considered other in any way almost renders an individual or group's sexuality socially problematic, which itself should be considered a hallmark of oppression. Sexual democracy, then, will require not only opposing the political forces that stigmatize some sexualities and perversions, but also dismantling oppressive social relations, including racism, ableism, capitalism, sexism, and ageism, which case some group's sexuality to be scrutinized in every way. End quote. Wilkerson provides examples of some feminist projects that are both beginning that are beginning to address the intersections of sexual oppression. Gloria and Zaldua and Minnie Bruce Pratt provide a foundation for this type of analysis in their work. And Zaldua provides a critique from her vantage point as a Chicana lesbian, and Pratt from her perspective as a Southern white lesbian. Wilkerson argues that their writing provides the quote ground of an inclusive politics that rejects narrow conceptions of identity in favor of a complex notion of oppression, privilege, and resistance, end quote. Overwhelmingly, however, Wilkerson points to cultural erotophobia, or the failure to provide a full understanding of the structures of sexual oppression. Erotophobia refers to the, quote, terrifying, irrational reaction to the erotic, which makes individuals in society vulnerable to psychological and social control in cultures where pleasure is strictly categorized and regulated, end quote. Essentially, our culture operates under extreme fear of the body and its urges, particularly its sexual urges. 
But above the fear, cultural erotophobia is a very effective means of creating and maintaining social hierarchies, not only those of sexuality, but also those of gender, race, class, age, physical, and mental ability, and thus erotophobia is a central tool of inequality. People with disabilities and others with bodies labeled as other have historically been treated as if their sexuality, quote, exceeds the bounds of respectability, end quote, and this is, and thus is, is rendered an object of social surveillance and control. Women in general have had their capacity to make choices regarding sexuality and reproduction both questioned and taken away from them altogether in the name of protection. Disabled and mentally ill patients have been sterilized without their consent. African-American and Latino, Latina, Latino and Latina men and women have been hypersexualized in the media. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people have faced a range of legal obstacles, including sodomy laws and laws restricting marriage. One method of controlling deviant bodies is through shame. Wilkerson follows Sandra Bartke's definition of shame as an effective attunement, not so much a feeling or psychological estate. Bartke and Warner, who were referenced here, understand the experience of shame as a, quote, socially based harm which oppressed groups are subject to in particular ways, end quote. As Wilkerson notes, the medical institution has been a prime location for the shaming of marginalized bodies. Here's a quote from the text. Medical discourse neglects sexuality as an aspect of health, displays sexist and heterosexist values, as well as a failure to address other aspects of social group difference, relies on ultimately conservative reproductive norms, focuses on the pathological at the expense of healthy states and processes, and conceptualize the body and human life in biological terms abstracted from social relations. All of these failings will not only reflect broader social values, but provide powerful reinforcements for them as well." End quote. Medical discourse is rarely questions, questioned as it is grounded in biology. However, the way to achieve sexual democracy will require more than an investigation into medical discourse. Wilkerson argues for the creation of counter-discourses that center the lived erotic experiences of marginalized and disabled bodies.